Welcome into the Pinewood Perspective episode number eight. NFL recap. Justin Fields is going to be starting his first game this weekend. Uh, then we're going to be talking about NFL week three. And then our overrated, underrated is linebackers. And uh, we're going to switch up the sport on you guys this week. NBA players. So we have a great episode for you guys today. I'm Will G. I'm JB. I'm Justin Matthews. And this is the Pinewood Perspective. Welcome back into the Pinewood Perspective. Week two, boys. Week two. JB, I'll start with you. How'd your week two go? <laughs> fine. I'm good. How fine? <laughs> JB chased me out of the house the other day. Ready to whoop my ass. Things went right. <laughs> In the wrong way. Yeah. Um, I was leaving the other I was leaving the apartment the other day and JB uh, wasn't happy I was leaving, so then I called him wide right, and he chased me out of the house trying to whoop my ass. I was watching. I was on the train on my way back to Chicago watching it on my phone, and I was delayed, and I just seen my phone blow up when he's lining up for the kick, and I'm like, oh, he missed this motherfucker. <laughs> my phone blew up with messages from, like, everyone, and I was like, yeah, he for sure misses this shit. But uh, Justin, how was your weekend? Um, pretty darn good. It was an all right weekend. Nice chill weekend again. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed my weekend. Yeah, I did too. Uh, week one, Bears lose. I go zero and three in fantasy. Week two, Bears win. I go three and zero in fantasy. So both my fantasy matchups as well. So you better hope that's not correlated. Yeah, I hope that is not correlated because. Uh, <laughs> One and two fantasy wise could be in my future, and I don't want the Bears season to be correlated with my fantasy schedule. <clears throat> but if I'm winning fantasy and the Bears are winning, then you know, whatever. It was a good weekend, great weekend. Technically four and zero across the board. Uh, Bears beat the Bengals, but let's go ahead and hop into our uh, week two NFL recap. We'll start off with contenders and pretenders, the two and zero teams. I'll go ahead and start off with uh, maybe the one that's most in the middle here. Probably the Las Vegas Raiders. 2-0, but it wasn't no easy 2-0. They beat the Steelers and they beat the Ravens. Justin, do you think the Raiders are contenders or do you think they're pretenders? The Raiders, ultimately, I think are pretenders. Um, I like Derek Carr. I think he's been balling the past two weeks. I don't trust uh, their defense. I just, I don't know. I think they they in a tough division with uh, Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert, and I don't I don't even think the uh, Broncos could be overlooked. That 
that their defense is still pretty um, nice. But yeah, I don't I don't trust their defense and their weapons. I mean, the O line isn't really much to snuff at. I'm not I'm not, I'm not sold on them. They had a they had a good week beating the uh, Steelers, but yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on them. Not yet. I don't know. I wasn't after the Ravens game. I was like, the Ravens had to make a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Ravens had to make a lot of mistakes to walk away victorious in that game. They won't convince me. But, I mean, they did just, they kind of just stomped the ass of Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh's offense is not really special, so I don't give the Raiders' defense a lot of credit, honestly, because, I mean, I'm not impressed by Pittsburgh's offense at all this year so far. So I do I would I would agree with you that I want to see more out of uh Vegas's defense, but their offense looks good. Their offense does look good. And I mean they put what, twenty six points on twenty six points on a Mike Tomlin defense? Josh Allen. The Bills didn't do that. Well, you know, it's still early too, so very early. Keep that energy. What energy? It's very early. That it's early? What do you got to say, huh? You're over here shaking your head on your laptop, on your phone. Nothing. What Contenders are pretenders. Get your two cents in. We're waiting on you. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for my turn. Yeah, yeah, well, it's your turn. All right, well, I was just going to say pretty much everything that Justin said um, as far as not being real sold on their defense. Um, I think you have to have a good defense to kind of keep you within those uh, games that are going to be close, like the Ravens. But, um, yeah, there were a few, I wouldn't say fluke turnovers, but a few Lamar Jackson fumbles away from not winning that game. Um, I don't necessarily think the Steelers are all that, even though they beat the Bills in week one. Um, So I think that kind of solidifies my stance on the Steelers. Um, I love Derek Carr. Um, I think Josh Jacobs is a baller, but I think a lot would have to happen for them to be true contenders. I agree. Okay, so let's take it to the other team in the AFC West, the Denver Broncos. 2-0 and against the Jaguars and the Giants, arguably maybe two bottom five teams in the league this year. But they've been ass-whoopings. They've been ass-whoopings, both of them I think around like, what, 27-6? to Around that range. Just about. Just around that range. You know, two-score games. JB, we'll, JB, we'll start with you. Broncos, contenders, or pretenders? Um, I think they got the defense to do it, but I'm going to say pretenders. Um, again, they got a lot of weapons on offense. I love me some Teddy B, but I saw this thing on Twitter. It's like uh, once – the Broncos go 0-3 after this weekend, or 3-0 after this weekend. There's going to be a whole lot of hype surrounding Teddy B and being the new franchise quarterback of the Broncos, and then they're just going to fall off the face of the earth, and I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, again, kind of being in a tough division with the Chargers, the Raiders, Chiefs. I mean, you got to see those teams twice a year, so it's like... Mm-hmm. A lot has to happen. So, again, for now, I'm going to say pretenders. Justin, your thoughts on the Broncos? Yeah, I agree. Definitely pretenders. Tough division. Um, they're definitely coming in third or fourth place in that division. Uh, 
The Giants are real hit or miss. I mean, like we said, it's still early. It's only been two games. But, I mean, you can either get the Daniel Jones from this past Thursday night or you can get the fumbling Dan, uh, Daniel Jones. So, fortunately for them, week one, they got the fumbling da- uh, Dan- Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Um, the best nickname of all time. I really like the nickname. Because it doesn't fit It just doesn't all. fit. But, um, so you got that, and then you get the rookie quarterback early. So, I mean, you know, I'm not – my soul, they do have a defense. They got to prove it, especially in a, in a in a tough division. I mean, we got to see, but yeah. Bradley Chubb hurts. Yeah, yeah losing Bradley Chubb is gonna hurt a lot. And they didn't. They uh, isn't Ronald Darby out for like? Yeah. Uh, weeks? yeah. He was on IR, I think, for another week or so. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my opinion on the Denver Broncos, I love their offense. Do I love Teddy Bridgewater? That's my thing. Great game manager. Can he keep up with the Chiefs? Can he keep up with the Chargers offense? Maybe. Can he keep up with the Raiders offense even? Great game manager. But he has played very, very weak offenses. So, I mean, I guess we just have to see more. That's why it's week two. But we got to talk about the contenders and pretenders. Contenders and pretenders. That's a lot harder to say fast. Contenders and pretenders. Yeah. Yeah, contenders and pretenders. Okay. That's not the point. Don't know why the fuck we're doing this. I just don't know if the Broncos can compete with some of the best teams in the AFC. That's my thing. Love Teddy Bridgewater. Love their defense. Love their offense. Can Teddy Bridgewater? No, I don't. I said I love Teddy Bridgewater. Love their offense outside of Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if I love Teddy Bridgewater yet. Von Miller saying he hasn't seen quarterback like this since 18 was here. Wow. (laughs) I mean, holy shit, Von. Drew Locke under the bus. And we're talking about Peyton Manning. Like, that shit cracked me up. I haven't felt this way since 18. He's still on the roster. (laughs) You got to feel a little bit of sympathy for him. I mean, not really. You don't feel bad for Drew Locke? You suck, you suck. Got his spot stolen, and then fucking Von Miller's like, yeah, dude, best quarterback. Best quarterback we've seen since 18. I mean, if you suck, you suck. I don't know. I just, I mean, I guess I feel a little rough for the guy. Go, maybe I'll give him a pat on the back about it. Like, hey. I think he's one of those that you needed a lot more time to develop. Kind of where we're seeing with, like, Zach Wilson right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to get into that here uh, very soon, but we got a couple more contenders and a couple more pretenders. Uh, I feel like the NFC West is uh, something to talk about, but we're going to start with the South Panthers, 2-0. Contenders or pretenders? We got the Texans this weekend, a good way to start off 3-0, and a lot of 3-0 teams don't miss the postseason. Who wants to kick us off? I can't. That's fine. I think they're kind of in a similar situation that the Broncos are. I feel like um, a lot of hype is surrounding them. Sam Darnold's been playing well, balling out. Their defense has been fairly well put together. But again, they face teams that are kind of eh, um, outside of the Saints, which that stomping kind of surprised me. But again, wasn't sold on the Saints either after week one. Um, I think they're one of those teams that, again, you'll just see 
fall straight off the deep end. And um, you'll be like, damn, after starting 3-0, and we'll look back on it and be like, how'd they miss the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. And maybe some embarrassing losses are in their future. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll squeak into a wild card, but I don't think so. So definitely pretender. I'm going to go with, I mean, obviously it's too early, but if I had to bet, um, I'm going to say pretender. But I give them some upside. I love Matt Rule um, as a head coach. Sam Darnold uh, has kind of surprised me. It's, it's, it's great to see him in a, in a different system because he's actually not as bad as I thought. That just system really makes anybody look terrible. But, um, yeah, I mean, we just got to see. But they can probably win about – I expect them to win this weekend, so I'm probably get them maybe about eight, eight-ish games. I think they still miss the playoffs, but I, 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 they got upside. I like them, but I'm gonna say pretend. Yeah, I think that the future. But that means they're winning five out of fourteen games. So then again, oh, yeah, well, but two of those games will be against the Bucks. They already beat the Saints. I think they'll beat the Falcons. I mean, shit, dude, they could be a ten-win team. They could. And they still got to play the Jaguars. I don't know. I can about They eight. still got to play the Titans. That mean they make Colts, the playoffs. Those three, they may make the playoffs, dude. I can see it. If they can beat the Saints again, and they knock the and they knock the Falcons off it's twice, which they can do, that's three more wins on top of that. They'll beat the Texans this weekend. Maybe. That's six and zero. Oh. I don't know. Maybe Davis Mills is a real deal. And then we got the Jaguars. That's seven and zero. Oh. That's seven wins right there. And they just got to piece together out of the rest of their schedule. A couple more wins to make the postseason. I can't see. Yeah. I, oh, I agree. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, can but it can happen. This house? What are you fucking doing? Over there? Looking at the Panzer schedule. <laughs> Popped up an ad. <laughs> I, I was like, what are you watching? I was, no, I was trying to get the Panther schedule up here. It could happen. Kind of break it down Let's a little see. bit. Stop, brother. That's what I heard. <laughs> no. You're <laughs> after the show, JB. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys, L. Eagles, maybe. Vikings, L. Giants, maybe. You fucking awfully confident in the Minnesota Vikings. I love it. 0-2 team. Man. He was a quick L. Falcons, maybe. (laughs) Patriots, maybe. (laughs) Panthers. Cardinals, L. Washington, L. Dolphins, depends. Falcons, maybe. Bills right. L, Bucks L, Bucks L, Saints probably an L. All right, it's all gonna right, be close. Right, right. This is a big one. I don't want to really dive into the Rams because I feel like we all can agree that they're contenders. Would you guys agree on that? That the Rams are yeah, contenders? I guess. What about the Forty ers Yes. You I'm think they're contenders? I'm gonna say yes. I don't like that people keep saying, "Oh, this is the same team." This is not. This is not the same team that went to the damn Super Bowl. Before his Buckner matters, he's gone. Um, True. Um, Verrett, Jason Verrett, he he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know he's hurt. Richard Sherman is they had they have no secondary. I mean you know it's a, it's a different team. It's not super different, but it's a different team for sure. I think they are contenders. I'm not going to count them out. I still think that is arguably the best division in the league. The Niners have. They have good upside. I, li- I love mm-hmm. the offense. 
Mostert, he got hurt. I mean, you know, so we'll see what happens. But they also, who did they just play? The Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. So, I mean, they should have did way better against Detroit. They almost gave a game up week one. Jalen Hurts, he had a really nice touchdown. Like, he had a he, he had a bomb. Mm-hmm. I, I forget the guy's name, but that was a really, really nice touchdown. But it's still early. What is that dude's name? Caught that touchdown. The um, the Eagles know. dude who is like super fast. Yeah, I don't know, but he been. I can't think. I can't either. But uh, yeah. Long story short, I think that they are contenders. It is still early, and I think Kyle Shanahan and that team will be able to put it together. And yeah, I can see them making the playoffs. Okay. Uh, then the last one will go with the Arizona Cardinals. Contenders or pretenders? Contenders. So they contenders as well. Calamari Young, and he's getting better. I don't expect him to regress. I expect him to have a really good season. Uh, I don't. He, he may not play at this level that he's playing at for the whole season, but I don't think he's gonna. You know what I'm saying? For like mm-hmm. fall off and not be. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be a, a. His floor is a a good quarterback. He, like he's not gonna. If Kyler Murray keeps playing at this fucking pace, yeah, then. yeah, he ain't gonna have a bad season at all. I mean, he's jumped yeah, he's, into second place for MVP. Um, that's had like a plus 750 rating behind Mahomes. Defense has looked decent as well. You know, they've only given up, what, 46? I mean, yeah, Minnesota's offense did good against them, but they've given up 46 points over two games. J.J. Mm. Watt, MIA. <clears throat> yeah. J.J. Watt hasn't done anything. I don't even think he's been a factor. Did Chandler Jones even touch you guys either? Yeah, I think he had a sack. Maybe that's a defensive player of the year this year. That'd be insane. Have we ever had an MVP a and a defensive player of the year on the same team? The same I don't year? think so. Oh, oh same year? year? No, Definitely bro. not. Oh, Reggie White and Brett Favre, maybe, when Brett Favre had his three know. straight MVPs in the 90s. That's tough. Hold on. What was that, 1996? Oh, uh, Bruce Smith. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened. Hold on. Brett Favre, Defensive Player of the Year. Bryce Paup. MVP and Defensive Player of the Year? No. Wow, well, Brett Favre and Barry Sanders both won MVP in 1997. Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford this year? <clears throat> Oh, they both won MVP. I don't know. Two people. Oh, co-MVPs. Yeah, right here. Right here. Who is it? Deion Sanders and Steve Young. Oh. 1994. Jerry Rice was the receiving leader. Holy shit. That team was stacked. Imagine having that kind of team. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, Yeah. That's your contenders and your pretenders. Um, and then week two, what teams kind of, you know, kind of surprised you this weekend? That did good and you didn't think they were going to do good. Who didn't do what? Like what team surprised you this weekend? Surprised teams. I'm going to go, I'll, I'll start. Like good or bad? Because like there's good, good or bad. Oh. I'll start. I'll go with uh, Washington. Taylor Haneke, baby. Coming out, letting his nuts hang. Got to give him some props on that. 
And then uh, Tennessee. Tennessee coming back, fighting back. You know, the offense finally looked like it showed up. I, I expect that to be close, though. But it was, uh, yeah, they came back. I wasn't super high on Arizona's defense going into this year, higher than I am on Seattle's. But I wasn't super high on Arizona's defense this year. And they only put up, what, nine points on Arizona? So I wasn't really, like, expecting them just to do anything much this year. But they did. They came out, let their nuts hang on Seattle's defense. It was week one. We all overreact in week one. So Tennessee coming back, fighting back against a very good Seattle offense, getting that win. And Taylor Heineke going out there, letting his nuts hang all over Danny Dimes and the Giants. The GOAT, Dustin Hopkins. JB shaking his head. Well, yeah. I mean, if it doesn't come to an offsides, they lose that game. Are we talking about it in the same sense? Nope. Because Danny Dimes played fairly well. If some butts, candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. Or if, uh, Did I remember when I was a jackass? <laughs> what? Oh, chill out. You're the biggest jackass there is, and you know it. Or if Slayton don't, don't uh, drop that wide open. Exactly. Yep. There's a few things that, that makes it's that different. Butts were candies and nuts. We'd all have a Merry Christmas. So, how did Washington's so said top three defense give up 29 points to Danny Dimes? And could have been more. I was how did that impress you? I was talking like, you know, more like Taylor Henneke impressing me, you know, coming out in his first. But you said teams. Regular season career start. Whatever. Teams. Okay. Washington <laughs> didn't impress me. Taylor Henneke impressed me. All right. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna say number one, the Ravens on Sunday night football. Yeah. That was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. I did not expect them to win. I was on the Pat Mahomes don't lose in September. I'm always rooting for uh Lamar Jackson, but I really just did not think that, that they were gonna win the game. Even in Baltimore. I just I just I just didn't didn't think he had it, but he definitely, in my, I was I was already a believer that he was a for sure superstar quarterback who can get you to a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. He just does it in a different way to, that we've ever seen. But um, I'm very convinced. Um, Lamar Jackson was great, and that was a very shocking win. And I'm gonna say, the Bears, and I'm very upset with myself because. We looked so bad, like our defense looked so bad in week one, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm on the record saying, like, man, I don't, I don't know how we're gonna stop Jamar Chase, and mm-hmm. I just, I just, I really doubted the, our defense, and they showed up, they got three interceptions, they played great, and I'm, I'm, I was, I was very, very proud on Sunday. So, Jalen Johnson's looking good. Yeah, he really he is. is. I mean, if he could play like that all season, I mean, he don't got to get a pick every game, but if he could just. Stay consistent, and, man, I mean. He's, like, the number one graded DB right now in the NFL with, like, 96 grade. Man, we got Kyler Fuller's replacement right there. So, I I believe that we was probably banking on that. fall off after that. Right. I mean, we was was banking on that. We needed him to be our number one. Mm -hmm. And, he's man, he showed great flashes this past weekend. So, Mm -hmm. those are my two teams. Your surprise team, JB? Um, I'm going to say the Lions, even though they lost. Mm -hmm. Um, 
give credit where credit's due to a division rival. Um, I'm going to say they looked fairly well in that first half. I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I would have been a little worried going in at half, down 17-14. Like, damn. Like, they had a good half of football. Came out, took a shit in the second half. But that's the Lions. Mm -hmm. So, overall, Jared Goff's been looking fairly decent. Uh, Their offense has been clicking well. Um, Their defense... Their defense isn't very good, but I feel like that's a lot of teams' problems. But overall, I'd say the Lions impressed me. I think somebody who took a a step back for me would be the Rams, actually. I feel like they should have went in there and just demolished the Colts, even though it was in Indy. I felt like they had all the – yes, Indy's defense is very good, but I felt like they should have went in there. They had all the matchups on the outside against Indy. Rhodes was out again like the whole shebang, like they should have torched them. And they didn't really do that. Let the Colts hang in there, made it a close game. And in the end, they got on the right side of it. But I don't think they looked overly impressive. Yeah. Um, another team, I'd say, I, I agree with you on both of those. And then Miami. Even with Brissett, you can't put up any points. Like that's, that was gross. It was good for me. 41 points in fantasy. Oh. I'm for sure, the defense, I'm sure it was 100. percent But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I can't agree. even fight against a division rival, especially one that you know you're at the point where you're supposed to be hanging with them at least a little bit now. Right. I get it that the Bills are the best team in that division, but the Dolphins are supposed to be hanging with them this year, especially being a division rival. To go out there and get stomped by them, 35 nothing. I mean, that's just fucking downright disgusting. That makes me want to puke my fucking guts out. To be I'm fair though, it was only 14 nothing at half. I mean, yeah. So they kept it close. Tua went down. It's kind of a deflator of a team. Your quarterback it goes is. down to injury. It is. It is. The, um, the Raiders, too. I didn't expect them coming off a short week to win. I actually had the Steelers winning that. I, I wasn't, like, real high on the Steelers, like I said. I think they won week one because they got lucky with the, uh, with the, with the block punt. But I did not expect the Raiders to – no, win that game. I was, I was uh, yeah. I was, yeah, I, I, I thought. I would have, yeah. Um, I was, there was a lot of impressive performances. Maybe even the Texans. The Texans hung with the Browns the whole game yeah. until up until the end, really. I mean, they were right on their ass, um, which makes me nervous uh, picking the Panthers as my suicide team this week. Yeah, but now you're talking Sunday. Davis Mills. Let's get into uh, some breaking news. Justin Fields is going to be starting this uh, weekend in Cleveland. JP, I'll go ahead and start with you. Woo-hoo. How is this? How do you feel? Amazing, dude. This is what you guys all wanted. Why do you feel? Well, let's ride it out. I mean, this is what you guys wanted from the start. If you guys didn't have the season you were expecting and it was Andy Dalton at the helm, you would have said, oh, it's because Andy Dalton was at the helm. Well, now you got Justin Fields, so now there's no excuses. Um, well, I mean, I'm not expecting it's it's put up or shut up time. I feel like, um, I, that's it. I, I mean, I thought we were gonna win seven to eight games with Andy Dalton. I think we'll win seven to regardless eight yeah, games with. Not, well, then you two might be the only ones with your heads on straight that I've talked to Bears yeah, fans wise. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't expect us to win more games or nothing. 
That's no, not that's yeah. not the exciting part. Oh, uh, <laughs> the, the exciting part, part is, about it is we finally getting a new quarterback. Yeah, we get to watch and, and we can watch him. Future. Exactly, we can finally watch him grow. He, he, he get his little growing pains in this season, and we get to see him flourish into the beautiful best quarterback in the league. So you're chalking up this season is what I got from that. I've been chalking up this season since the minute yeah. they announced the schedule. Yeah, we. I've been chalking up this season for a long ass time. I have not. I've never ever once written this off as a winning playoff season. Yeah. So I, maybe y'all got your head on straight. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think we're a playoff <laughs> team. I don't think All we're right. a good football team. I've been saying that for a long time. Would it be fucking badass to watch Justin Field lead this to the playoffs? Hell yeah, I'd have a fucking be bricked up. But I don't see it happening. Yeah. No, I don't. I, just uh, whether he comes in or not, you know. I, all I want to see out of this is. Progression. I mean, that's pretty much what it is at the that's end of the day. Man. I just want to see him grow. Yep. From what I mean, he got thrown into the fire against the Bengals. The Bengals aren't that good of a team, granted. But, I mean, he didn't game plan with the ones all week long. The game plan was not set around him, obviously, and then he's getting thrown into the middle of an NFL game. And he's a high-pressure kid. He's been in some very high-pressure situations in his career. But, I mean, it's the NFL at the same time. You're getting thrown into the fire. You could see he was a little jumpy. You could see it. You know, the false starts. He's expecting the ball. He moved back a little quick. Um, he just needs to know that the ball's going to come to you. You can't be jumping like that. Um, his footwork was a little, you know, he looked a little jumpy in the pocket. He, he like probably could have stayed. Yeah, he looked like a rookie. That's all. Now we get a week of him being announced a starter, a week where we can game plan around him. It's going to be a much much tougher defense, a much different task for him. But that's the learning process behind it. You know, it's, it's literally like, I mean, I don't have personal experience because I'm not a father, but it's like watching a kid grow up, like watching him go through stages of life. And, right. and that's how it is with a rookie quarterback. And that's the exciting thing about this. We know what we're getting from Andy Dalton. We know what we're getting, and we don't know what we're getting from Justin Fields. And that's what is so enticing about the situation. And the thing that really pisses me off is when people are like, he's not ready. Like, oh, fucking Zach Wilson sure as hell ain't ready then. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Uh, I mean, is Trevor Lawrence ready? Five interceptions? Zach Wilson's got five interceptions as well. Are they ready? Exactly. Situation's just different. Um, yeah. Justin Fields, yeah, he just he just he just needs time to grow. That's all. Situations are different. That's why he's not starting. I also saw that um, Matt Nagy reiterated that when Andy Dalton is healthy, <laughs> he is the starter. I can't see that being unless I don't know. If Justin, I can't. If they put if they if, man if they if they put Justin Fields in this weekend and Andy Dalton is healthy the next weekend and Andy Dalton is the starter next next week. His ass need to go. Dalton need to go. Nagy need to go. I don't care if he go. I don't care if he go at halftime. His ass need to go. Yeah, so he needs to go. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, you know, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Check it out Sunday. He's going up, he's going up against a good defense. Tyrod Taylor this weekend. Like you said, that game mm-hmm. was close. Uh he used his legs a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so so you know, feels we're going to see. We're going to see. It's all, it's all a learning experience for him on Sunday. 100%. And uh, 
like I've been saying, man, it's just, you know, it's like watching a kid grow up. I'm excited to see what he can do when he gets in there. And I'm not expecting 350 yards, 75% completion percentage, and three right. touchdowns. I'd be happy if he did that, obviously. But that's not what I'm expecting. I'm just expecting growth. I want to see him learn. That's it at the end of the day. That's all it is. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our week three recap. Let's go ahead and dive into that right now. Week three hasn't happened yet. Did I say recap? Yep. Why would I say we? What's going on? Y'all on? How long you guys going to be on? All right, we are, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to say recap there. We're just going to be breaking down week three. So some big games this week. What are you guys thinking? I'd say uh, one I'm looking forward to the most probably is Bucks rams for sure. And I don't even think it's close. Bucks rams that look like. Sunday? Yeah, that's Sunday. That's the Sunday night, or uh, not Sunday night, the Sunday 325 game. There's some close ones. You said There's it's not close. Chiefs Chargers, I'm excited for. I would say that that's the most enticing game, though, for sure. Yeah, the Bucks and Rams. Bucks and Rams. Yeah, the, we get to see if the Bucks are the real deal. Packers and the Niners. Or not the Bucks, the Rams. We get to see if the Rams are the real deal. Seahawks Vikings. I'm also exciting for. I'm excited for. I think that will be another good game. Minnesota finally gets a home game. Uh, classic Eagles Cowboys. I think Eagles Cowboys is a game I'm actually looking forward to for the first time in like five years because they always seem to get a prime time game and I've never looked forward to it because I feel like the East Coast just the NFC East just always gets like huge prime time games every year because it's the Cowboys and I and hate that shit. And it's Monday night. Always, those teams always play each other pretty tough, anyways. Mm-hmm. Packers 49ers. I mean, Sunday night. That's the Sunday night game. It's all right. Like I'm looking forward to it, but at the same time, I'm also not like not super excited for. Yeah, it. I don't know. I mean, I guess we get to see what the 49ers are made of, and we get to see what the Packers are made of because they got their ass stomped by the Saints, and that but they beat the Lions. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Saints Patriots. You got on that one, JB. I don't know. I feel like it's a statement game for both teams. Uh, I feel like the Saints can come out, and win it, and be like, "Yeah, we're still here." Uh, and I very well think the Patriots can do the same. Just kind of come out, shock the world, be like, "Yeah, that first Saints win was a fluke. We're the real deal." And uh, yeah. I could see that one going either way. Um, as far as who I'm taking, I'll probably take the Patriots, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's gonna, that game's going to come down to like a... Last-second field goal. Yeah, like a last-second field goal. But I think like the game planning you know, behind it is going to be Sean Payton versus Bill Belichick. Like I'm excited about that. Sean Payton's defense versus Bill Belichick's... Or Sean Payton's offense versus Bill Belichick's defense... Like, that shit's enticing. Like, I'm excited for that one. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what tricks they got up their sleeves. Chargers Chiefs. Chargers Chiefs. Let's go ahead and break down that one. JB, this is a game that you said you're looking forward to. Why is that? Um, I feel like now the Chiefs are all hungry. I mean, coming off a loss to the Ravens, kind of in bad fashion. Um. 
the Chargers, I'd almost mm-hmm. say the same against the Cowboys. Uh, pretty much having that game within their grasp and then on a last-second field goal losing it. So I feel like those are two hungry teams trying to keep up in a very high-powered division. So I feel like, um, again, that's another one of those statement games for both teams. 100%. 100%. I'd agree with you. Uh just last year, even, you know, Herbert and Mahomes was entertaining as hell. Herbert, in his first career start, first took him fucking, took him to fucking OT. I mean, that was badass. So, now you got a little film on him, though. So You got film on him, yeah, but he's got experience on his ass now, too. Chiefs at home. I still take the Chiefs. You know, I'm rocking with the Chiefs at home. I'm going to reassert their dominance. Mm-hmm. They ain't losing two weeks in a row. So. I agree. I agree. Uh... Trying to figure out some other ones we can, you know, maybe dive into and break down. Let's go ahead and dive into your Seahawks Vikings game, JB. Let's let's break down deep into it. First of all, I was thinking about this before we started. Obviously, the Cardinals and Vikings game did not go the way you wanted to. Um, it was a great game. Kick or missed. How much would your Vikings team? How much would you give up? For Justin Tucker. <laughs> Would you give up on next year's first for Justin Tucker? Before or after this week? Oh, my goodness. Right after now. this week. Moving like forward. Like right now? 0 and no. 2. No. No. Okay, before before the season started. No. Looking not, back on it. First now. round pick's a lot. That's a lot to ask. That's a lot. You gave up a first round pick for Sam Bradford. Yeah, you start talking like a, a third maybe. I can't, dude. I cannot see them doing a third though. He's so valuable. In my a opinion. second and get a late, a late I'm pick gonna back. My, I'm gonna get my fourth third round pick if I was uh, Ravens. No, hell no. I think a second for honestly, Tucker I and a fifth think it or something. Would take a first round pick. No, I bet it would. No chance. I bet it would though. Or like, I think sec- they would need a first round pick or a second round and like a half decent receiver or something like that. Like they'll probably go for that. Think about this though. Take Tucker off the Ravens and put him into next year's NFL draft. Where is he getting taken? I bet he's getting taken in the first round. Dude, that's another one of those things where you always say running backs are replaceable and it's the most replaceable position. I think kicker's just right along that side. I mean, outside of, like, Tucker and Bucker, I I wouldn't say that there's any, like, damn, I need to go get this. So maybe maybe to get one of those, a team would jump on it. But other than that, dude. took us about five years to find a Robbie Gold's replacement, and it cost us well, a playoff game. Well, yeah, but, again, how many teams are going to pass up on the next Justin Fields to go get Justin Tucker? <laughs> well, I think like, be like, like put that into no, Yeah, He's so put like, that into like perspective. Janikowski. Janikowski was a first-round pick, which is like the first. Yeah, and they probably regret that. Oh, baby, it was a Raider look, legend. Yeah, but look back at that draft, and you're probably looking at all the people you passed like, damn. damn. We could have had blank, 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 and blank. Seahawks and the Vikings, so. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into that. Who you, who you, who you got winning, JB? No, he's not. He's not gonna pick against the fucking Vikings. It's gonna. It's gonna take me to get down bad until I finally can see the game. But dude, I'm. I'll take the Vikings. I'll tell you, this this game will be a close game. Just like every other they played game. last year, it was close. This is a this is gonna be a close game. Now we finally get them after seven years of going to Seattle. So put uh-huh. that into perspective too. 
Okay. Not even how we feel when we have to play your asses up north at last game of the well, season. Well, good thing we get to play like twice a year, and it's one at your house, one at ours. So yeah, but it's Crimea River. last game of the season we play at your place. Do you think we signed a contract for that? Probably. Oh, right. Jackass, well, I know Spielman's paying, going paying fucking Goodell some money. <laughs> we just want a fair shake. <laughs> fucking brick. Damn. Sebastian Janikowski taking over J- Chad Pennington, Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, damn. Right, yeah. Now, now the Raiders are like, damn. Who was their running back in 2000? How do we know they needed to... How do we know they didn't need a run? Raiders running <laughs> I don't know who. back I guarantee you, I guarantee you he won better than Sean Ellis. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not a chance. Who he was. Tyrone Wheatley and Napoleon Kaufman. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Damn. They went 12-4. and four. Why are we tweaking? Ty- Tyrone Ty Wheatley. The coach. They're not running. The Tyrone ball. Wheatley. They're not running the ball with John Gruden. But you have Sean Alexander yeah, at your at your they, fingertips. They stand in one Super Bowl with uh, Sean Alexander. All right, all right. Yeah, they would have been out that category. Focus up, focus up, focus up. We got to focus up. That's what we got to do. I'm focused. Seahawks Vikings. Back to it. All right. Give me why you think you guys can beat the Seattle Seahawks this weekend. Why? So I feel like they're a very similar team to the Cardinals in a lot of aspects. You got a very good mobile quarterback. Um, O-line's kind of eh. Got tons of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Your defense is kind of shaky. Um, I feel like the Cardinals' front seven is actually probably better than Seattle's front seven. Yeah. So... But with that, I think their secondaries are pretty much equal. There's nobody on Jamal. Jamal Adams is kind of like, eh, because he's... He's like a linebacker. Right. So I would almost count him in the front seven over the over the back four, but... Um, Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams is a scary part of the front that seven. Is, that is, that is, that is. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, Quandre Diggs, I like him. He's solid. But it's like Buda Baker in that same sense. So it's like... It's nothing we haven't John already seen. Definitely better than Quan. Right. So, so I, 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 I would almost say I'm not as scared of the Seahawks as I was the Cardinals last oh, week. Oh, yeah. I, no, I, have, I, per, I agree with you. I have you guys winning this weekend. I do. I do have you guys knocking off the Seahawks this weekend. Yeah. I think the Cardinals are a much better team. And Seattle, I don't know about how much better, but they're the much better team. Kyle, I, I agree with everything that you said. Kyler and... Russ, same pass style. I would say probably Russell Wilson is the better pass. I would say Russ is slower. I think Russ we might is slower. We might be able to get to Russ more than we got to Kyler. And oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, that's fresh legs. We're talking no, about yeah, Kyler yeah, yeah, fresh right. legs. Holy shit. Yeah. But I think Russ is probably the better passer. Oh, yeah. Much better passer. Yeah. His deep ball is probably one of the best in the league. Absolutely. With, like, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, he's got an amazing deep ball. Yep. Uh... So I think it's just going to come down to getting the head out of the asses in the coverage, like wide open guys like Rondell Moore. Yeah. That shit had to get aggravating. And Zimmer to stop playing like a conservative asshole like he has his entire seven year tenure that he has in Minnesota. And just stomp on the team's throat for once in his fucking. That, that, that's just what career. I don't get. 
I love Zimmer so much, I really do. But it's stuff like that. It makes me question why I even like him. Like, put into perspective, we had one timeout, 41 seconds, when K.J. Osborne caught that pass to put us in that field goal position. We let the clock bleed all the way down until that last four seconds, called the timeout to kick the field goal. Yes, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you would have made it, who cares, right? Yeah. Hindsight's also twenty twenty. What if Dalvin Cook would have fumbled? We gave Dalvin Cook an opportunity or Kirk threw an interception, and then Zimmer's getting heated because he didn't kick the field goal in that situation. So it's like... You can't play scared like that. I know, but hindsight's always twenty twenty. He missed the field goal. We're not talking about it if he makes the field goal. Um, How many seconds was left? Left on the clock. 41. 41. Right, so why did I was I was thinking why didn't they run some more plays and get close? So why did they? Oh, that's what uh, that's what we're uh, trying to break. Dal, Dalvin Dalvin's fumbled. He fumbled away the game to Cincy, essentially. So maybe they weren't comfortable putting it in his hands. Not taking a sack. Can't drop back to pass. Take a sack. Uh, any interception, strip sack, anything like that that ends I the game. Agree. So. Again, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but I would have liked to see him at least give Dalvin Cook one more shot, even if it was two, three, four yards. Let him run right up the middle, or Greg Joseph likes it from the right hash more than he likes the left hash. Run some play to whatever side of the hash. I mean, no, yeah, it doesn't get any better than right up the middle. But there, there's little things that could have changed that maybe it would have changed the outcome. No, I agree. Thing is, is the, I mean, the thing is, you, just, you can never ever play the game scared. You can't. You can't. I get, I get why you're, it makes you nervous, but you have to have faith in your RB one to hold on to the football. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I mean, you can ask Austin Housen the whole game. I was like, or that whole last drive, I was like, dude, don't settle on a field goal. Go down, and score the points. Give me seven. Give yeah. me seven. I don't want to worry about it. Gives it gives us seven. We it puts us up more than a field goal too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like. Even if we do it too quick, they still got to come down and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So give me the seven points. And we were doing it, and we were driving. J.J. dropped a key ball. Yeah, that was. He doesn't really drop those ever. So that was a little surprising, kind of like an A-Rob drop for you guys. Yeah, um, that should piss me off, man. So I was like, dude, there's a lot of things that job. were right into that little minute and a half part of the game where it's just like, damn. Like if that would have happened, it would have been different. But again, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah, it was tough. I agree. My heart was this ripped out what, of my okay, chest. So this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm seeing right now. And I, you know, I was you, expecting them to call a timeout too at the end. Tyson. I was too. And I was like, oh, okay. So this one's like his practice kick, like called a timeout. Were you waiting like after? He I was like, timeout. Like looking. Yeah, where's the timeout? Out? Right. Or somebody <laughs> running out, hands in the air. Like, oh, dude. Okay. Heart ripped out of my chest. You guys know that I'll be the first person to shit on my team, correct? I'm yeah. going to dive into the Vikings a little bit. I'm not going to shit on them, but this, I don't know what it is. It just seems like, you know, I actually did have super high hopes for Minnesota this year. Not high hopes. I would say high expectations. And it just seems like the same old shit. It does. It just seems like this is what Minnesota's doing to me this year. And, like, as from a football aspect it's like I don't know I feel like I've been watching the same kind of Minnesota movie since Kirk Cousins has been there uh, for like the last four years like you guys are good you guys are a good football team 
but it just seems like you guys can't win like some of these big games. Like these last four years, it's been like you guys just can't win the big games that matter. You guys do have a playoff win. You do have a playoff win with Kirk Cousins. You had a really good year. But like I look at like the Seattle games over the last few years. Like it just seems like the same old I'm, I feel like I'm watching the same movie that I've been watching the last four years. I, I mean, feel like you're feeling the same way too. I'd agree. I feel like we just play up or down to our competition. Exactly. I feel like we can never just take a game and run away with it. We always gotta make it close fucking wrench my heart out every single play oh yeah and i feel like what's a vikings game without a heart attack but yeah <laughs> at what point does that end so i'd agree that's what i'm saying it's like when okay like when are we gonna start talking about a direction maybe not spielman i did see something i mean in injuries play into this and you know you guys drafted a lot of depth this year but not a single pick in your guys entire draft this year played a snap i get Darius hurt not a single pick played a snap from your 2021 draft. And a lot of guys were dead. That's not true. Who did? Cameron Bynum. Our safety did. Um, oh, I, I just seen a Vikings t- fan tweet it, and I seen another Vikings fan that I follow liked it. So I, f- I... I think he was the only one, though. I don't think he... Well... Yeah. I mean, he might have been the only one that actually got a snap. Okay. But, uh... It was good to see Dancer back in the mix. Mm-hmm. Spielman, I think, is probably safe, but I feel like you guys at least have no. to start thinking, like, it's okay, a, yeah. like, for the last four years, you know, I mean, Zimmer has made us, can, we've been super consistently solid with Mike Zimmer, but is, is are we ever going to go over the top with him? And he took you guys to an NFC Championship game. He did do that, and that was a really, really good defense, and um, your offensive coordinator, why am I blanking on his name? Right now, in 2017. Stefanski. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski was calling the yeah. plays. Yeah, and that was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, and he made Case Keenum look like God. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, how sense. far, how how long, how much longer can this go on for you? I was, I was actually just talking about that today. Because Kirk has, a, since he's been with Minnesota, he's but now, no. yeah, but he's now on his third offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I've looked back at, how many uh, coaches have just been plucked from our system under this Mike Zimmer run of, what is it, 12 years now? He's been with you guys for 12 That's years. close. I thought he came to you guys in like 2014. No. Maybe it was in total, but. Oh, dude, let me see. Yeah, I could have swore he came to you guys in 2014. Um, but, yeah. What year did he start? What year? You're right. 2014? Yeah. Okay. Fucking feels like longer. Mm-hmm. But just the sort of sense of, like, Stefanski getting plucked, going to the Browns, having so much success. Like and Shermer get plucked from you guys? Yep. Like, at what point do you draw the line and be like, well... Maybe we do have a really solid coaching tree and we're making the right hires, but we just don't have the right guy at the top. I love Zimmer. I love him. Maybe he needs to step back and just be a DC. Yeah. But I don't know. I really don't. I love Zimmer too. And I just, I don't know. Eight seasons. So, yeah, that's uh, all for the Minnesota Viking podcast. We'll catch you guys later. All right. uh, 
Other games in week three. I we just we just Kirk's that was been one playing of those, out of that his was, mind too. That's just one of those things that we needed to get God. into. We just needed to finally, you know, let JB get the Vikings off of our chest while at the same time we get our two cents in. You know, that was just something that just needed to happen. Kirk's not the problem. No, sure. Kirk is definitely not the problem. Uh Packers 49ers, do we even really want to dive into that? No. How are we feeling? How are we feeling about that? Uh, I feel like that's that? a kind of an an ass game to me. Like I'm not excited to watch it. No, dude, I'd much rather them have Bucks Rams that on the Sunday, the Sunday night. night game. That should be the Sunday night they game. Don't know how a, it's not. Rams already had a Sunday night. I mean, I like I like I like the switch up. You know why it's fucking Sunday night? It's because Packers are going to San Fran, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be in his hometown, and. Oh, is he going to reunite? Don't care. I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I bet they probably did this shit because they probably thought, I bet they probably thought, ooh, because they made the schedule back in what, May? Oh, they probably fucking thought, thought Rodgers was going to be to the 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can always switch it, though, right? They still no, it has to be week five. Or later when they can start flexing. They can't start flexing. And when they start flexing, they got to do it like a week before. It has to be a week Mm -hmm. in advance. Okay. And Monday night can now flex, though, as well, for the first time in NFL history. So if you have a shitty Monday night game, you can get flexed out of it and flexed into a Monday night game. Shit, I wouldn't mind them. Well, I know it's, again, too early, but if we're talking flex, get the Panthers-Texans out of my Thursday night football. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what me and Brett were saying last night with Panthers as my suicide pick. It's like yeah. balls on the line, Friday hits. I'm like, you guys are still worried about week three? <laughs> yeah, until it's like a Jaguars-Texans situation where <laughs> Jaguars take a shit. Now Panthers are going to come out Thursday and I take a shit. Dude, I'd cry myself to sleep at night. In right, Houston? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, let's start breaking down week three before we get all right, over right. under it. Yep. Panthers-Texans, who we got? I'm going to say the Panthers, but I think this is going to be closer than everybody thinks. I'm rocking with the Panthers as well. Panthers. Or maybe not. Maybe I could be completely wrong because it is Davis Mills' first start. So Very true. Um, before we get into the rest of these, I want to talk about live bets. My live bet with JB last week didn't go too hot. Oh, man. Chargers and Seahawks, tight ones. I know JB's ass was puckered. Because the Bears came out on top against the Bengals, the 5 for 20. I might have something juicy rolling up my sleeve this week for a live bet. Uh, your live bet went pretty good. Didn't you win 2 for 2? Yeah, 2 for 2, of course. I mean, you know, what do you expect? Just um, <laughs> Minnesota goes down 0-2. I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a nice week, man. Nice All right. week. So let's get into breaking down the rest of the schedule. I'm sure there will be some live bets here. We're all rocking with the Panthers, though. Yeah, Panthers. Chiefs Chargers, Chiefs across the board. Yes, sir. Yep. Cardinals, Jaguars, Cardinals across the board. Yep. Yes, sir. Bears, Browns, who we got? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Justin Fields' first start. <laughs> Justin Fields' first career start. I'll take the Browns. I'll let you guys get your I, two I, cents I, I, in. I got yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Cleveland as well. We don't really need to dive too much into it, you know. We know, we know what it is. Uh, Bills in Washington. Bills. Taylor Henneke heading into Buffalo. I'm going to go ahead and rock with the... Buffalo Bills. Colts, Titans. Now, this would be a good one. I'm rocking with Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, shit. Titans. 
Titans, are they going to win the AFC South this year, you guys think? It's possible. I, I told y'all, look, <laughs> Carson Wentz will disappoint. Let's see how it's going to happen real quick with the Colts. This season going to be terrible, right? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Scratch that. They, the Titans are going to win that division. <clears throat> the Colts, they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to have a terrible year. Carson Wentz might come back. But the excuse is going to be, oh, I had this nagging injury, or he's going to get injured somewhere else. And the excuse is going to be, I was injured this season. So this season going to be a wash. Then he's going to come back next season. They're going to bring him back. And he just going to, if, if he don't get injured again, he's going to be ass. He's going to be ass. <laughs> and then he's going to be out the league. I'm telling you, I don't like him. He is a loser. That man was standing up. Wow. He had a, he, then he injured his uh, ankle. It was his ankle, right? His ass was standing up on the sideline. He's injured, but he sprained both of his ankles. My goodness. That tells me. So he was probably hurt. Not injured to the point that he couldn't play. He probably, you know what I'm saying? Like, he could probably, probably just like he sold. probably could have fought through that and, and just finished the game. His ass a loser, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had to go on that real, real quick. Ty, uh, uh, fucking Texans to win the division at the beginning of the year was like plus like 50,000 for the Texans to win the division. And now yeah, it's not- probably like plus 100,000. There's no chance. Never rule out. If Tyrod comes back, I'll give you like 500 to one odds. A dollar. Don't give me $500. I'll bet a dollar on the Texans right now. You'll give me 500 if they win the division? I'd need more than that. Minimum bet of 20. Oh, suck my nuts. <laughs> yeah, suck my nuts. You want the big payouts, you got to pay. $20 to win how much? Yeah, what's the math on that? 10 grand? Uh-oh. <laughs> I'll be showing up at your doorstep. Uh-oh. All right. Saints-Patriots. Pets. Go with what you know. Bill Go with both the Patriots. Uh, I think the Saints are going to bounce back this week. I'm rocking with New Orleans Saints this weekend on the road in Foxborough. Uh, how much we bet, man? Just, just, just tell me how much we bet. He's <laughs> uh, talking to you, son. Hold on, I might want to use that use them for a parlay with JB or with you. Uh, Falcons, Giants. The Giants, the Falcons are terrible. I'm rocking with Atlanta. I'll on this take one. Falcons. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Jay. I'm rocking with Atlanta, man. They hung with uh, yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, they the did. Quarter. Minus two stupid ass pick sixes. Okay. They were right there. Yeah, I'm rocking. I'm rocking with the Falcons this week. Um, Bengals Steelers. Steelers. Not confident, but I'm gonna go Steelers. I'm not confident either, I'm not but confident. I'm gonna go Steelers as well. I'm not confident, but I'm gonna say Bengals. Oh shit! I like it though. I like it though. That, this is a game that I would completely stay away from betting any money on. Yeah. Really, like at the end of the day, I would not put any money on this game. Uh, just seeing what the Bears defense did to Joe Burrow, I can see that. Uh, Mike Tomlin having something very similar coming for him for Joe Burrow. Well, I would say that the Steelers' defense is better than ours. And, I mean, you got to look at the track record. That's why I say you go with what you know. Yeah, but Big Ben is kind of cheeks. <laughs> Ravens, Lions, uh, I think we can all play it safe here and probably go Baltimore on this one. Marvelous, I'm Baltimore. Marvelous Jackson. Action Jackson. I think that game is going to be a lot closer than people think, too. Oh, I think it's going to be a tight yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, for Ravens. Ravens. Uh, Jets, Broncos. Stick with the hot hand. I'm rocking with Teddy B. Take yeah. two gloves. 
Uh, Raiders Dolphins. This is an interesting one. You know, kind of a big game this weekend. But uh, Raiders. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with the hot hand. I think it's gonna be the Raiders. Yep. Raiders. Bucks Rams. Now, game of the week. This one is tough. This was okay. So last week, me and JB, right? We had a bet. I said Tennessee. Yeah, Seattle. Very close game. Mm-hmm. I was not confident in the Titans, but I saw that like I could see that happening. I could see you know the Titans winning. This is this is that game. I think this can go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if either team won. I'm not super confident, but I'm gonna go with the Rams. Oh. Not super confident, but I will go with the Rams. Uh, I can see a scenario. Hold on. Are they at home? Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. I think it's going to be a very tight game. I think it's probably going to be like a 34-32, maybe 34-31 ball game. Um, I'll go with the Rams. Tom in SoFi. Any given I, Sunday. I, it's any given, I mean, this is just pretty much a coin flip to me at this point. It's a coin point. flip. Uh, no logic is going to get you to the answer, I'm telling you. I'll rock with the champs. I'll go Bucks on this one. I yeah. think it's going to be the Bucks. Me too. I'll take Tampa. <laughs> okay, so we have – y'all have three different picks this week. That means juicy live bets. We're not done with the pickums yet. This week I'm rocking with Minnesota. Minnesota over the Seahawks. I'm not – I mean, I believe Minnesota should win this game, but I 1,000% will never be rooting for so you picking the Vikings to win? Um, no, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I hope. That, oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm with yeah, you on that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I give it to the Vikings. They, I think the Vikings y'all, y'all better win this game. Y'all should win this game. JB, it's just so fucking typical Vikings fashion, bro. I, I'm again this until I'm a, until I'm down bad. I'm gonna keep sticking with the Vikings. This is, in my opinion, this is a must. It is absolute because oh, yeah. I don't see you guys our next, the Browns. Our next three are at home, so. Keep that money where your mouth is, too. We come, we come out, stomp the, stomp the Seahawks. We might be betting on the Browns next week. Might be betting on the Browns. Yeah, we got the Browns next week. Yeah, I don't see you guys beating them. Yeah, what I'm right. Saying. So, so keep your money where your mouth is. Oh God damn! Why is he coming? He's coming at me right now. My money gonna be on the day. No, you're over. I got keep your money where your mouth is. This moment. So typical. <laughs> Two seconds later, he's like, yeah, keep that fucking money where your mouth is. Yeah, I'll defend my team till the day I die. Uh, so we're all rocking with Minnesota. Packers 49ers. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and rock with uh, the Green Bay Packers. Thanks. <clears throat> Thanks. That game was closer than it should have been. I, I feel like this past week. Maybe that's just them still figuring some stuff out. I'm going to go with Green Bay. If the 49ers want to... Contend with the Eagles, they're not going to contend with Thanks. the Packers. Packers defense is atrocious, though. I will say that. But I'm rocking with the Green Bay Packers this weekend. JB? I'm going to take the 49ers. Ooh. Well, I'll kind of go with the upset there. Yeah, I feel like 49ers over the Packers is going to be a good pick. All right, so then let's get your live bets going. You guys got four separate picks. I'm not. I'm not betting on that. On that Vikings one. Not betting on the Vikings. I got you. He sounds scared. He sounds scared. He sounds scared. I got you next week. All right. Give me. 
I think we only had one different one. I think we had Saints and Patriots that we flopped up. Yeah. Give me the Saints for five with you. All right. I'll do Saints with five. Saints for five bucks with each of you. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's my live bets for today, which y'all got quickly, because then we got to move on to overrated, underrated, and hop on out of here. Got the Packers. Go with the Rams upset. Uh, who's the other two? I'm not putting money on Bengals Steelers. And then Falcons Giants. So we got the I got the Giants on that one. So we can do that one. Ten on each? Yeah, let's do that. Ten on each game. Love to hear it. All right. Falcons overrated, Giants, overrated. Bucks, Rams, Packers, uh, 49ers. We don't really have time to kind of give our reasoning behind it, but overrated linebacker, underrated linebacker, go. I'll start, actually. Overrated linebacker, Demario Davis. Across the board, New Orleans Saints. He's not a top five linebacker, and people talk like he is. Overrated linebackers. I'm going to say Bobby Wagner just because I feel like he's falling off the grid. I was going to say that. Yeah. I feel like he he is a very good linebacker, probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. He had 20 tackles this I know, but falling off the grid. He is not the same. He's only part of that defense. He is not the same. He is not the same. I agree with Bobby Wagner. I'm Bobby Wagner. Yeah, All right. He ain't as dominant as he used to be. Underrated linebacker, I'll let you start, GB. I'll take Roquan. Yeah, I figured I would let you take him because I was going to take him yeah. if you weren't. But I got my back up. I'm going to take a – Not Trim- top 100 my ass. Yeah, that's bullshit. He had a great week this weekend. Um, Give me Tremaine Edmonds. Buffalo Bills. I like that one, too. I think he's a very fast linebacker. I think he's a very good linebacker. Really good tackler. Really good tackler, and he just kind of slept on, not talked about with the best. Um, Dante Hightower. Okay, okay, I like that one. Um, big hitter, mm-hmm. veteran. Um, he been in New England a few years. Uh, underrated guy, I like him. Very true. And then uh, NBA players for our everyday little fun topic. Underrated, overrated. Uh, we'll start with overrated. Overrated. I'm gonna go LeBron. Uh-uh. Go my ass, go my ass. Anyway, we can go get into that. Yeah. Now he might be overrated. Go He's got ass. a point. Like this year, he might be. LeBron might be overrated. He's got a point on that. JB, I'll let you go because I think you're gonna take mine. You do think I'm gonna take yours? Yeah. Kyle. James Harden. No, that wasn't mine. <laughs> Bro, did you see his playoff performance? Let's just move on. You see his playoff performance? That shit was he sad as fuck. With a hamstring injury that shit was season. sad as fuck. He, to the basketball guys. he is one of the prolific shooters of the league. Like arguably the best. He is one of the most prolific shooters in the league. Oh, probably the best knockdown shooter. Best so, <laughs> part of the head is shooter, on. But he also has games where he goes two for 17 from three-point line. So I'm going to say Ben Simmons. Overrated? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of hype around Ben Simmons. Potential. Uh, yeah, I feel like I, I would put him underrated, actually, personally. Mm. All he can't do is shoot. He can't shoot, can't make free throws. So, what is he really good for? Everything he else. might as well be a center. <laughs> <laughs> like, take him as a point guard for my league? Fuck no. All right, all right. Underrated NBA players, JB. Well, you're going to start it off with me? I was going to I was gonna oh, give a second to think. Underrated, I'll say Russell Westbrook. 
I feel like he I like it. Overlook triple doubles at this point. Fucking OKC Thunder fan right here. Yeah, Russ, man, that's a top five point guard to this day right now. Still. Yes, all time. No, I mean right oh. now in the league. Okay, but uh, about that. Yeah, I mean Westbrook. Okay, all right. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to take my boy. I'm going to go bias and take my boy, Zach Levine. He's not talked about as one of the best That's scorers cool. in the league, and he is definitely one of the best scorers in the league. He was probably the second best shooting guard in the East last year, and people kind of slept on him. He does have some clutch time factor issues that you will probably complain about, which he's not the best in clutch time. He isn't. But, I mean, the only reason we're ever in ball games is because of him. Um, his defense isn't the greatest, but um, I know that that's something he's really focused on in the offseason. And if you watch him in the Olympics, he was doing, I mean, it's the Olympics. It's obviously a little different, but his defense looked phenomenal. He was jumping passing lanes, and um, the Olympic competition was obviously a lot tougher this year than it has been in years past. So I'm going with my boy Zach Levine. He's still not talk. He's still the f- only the 33rd best player in the NBA right now, by the rankings. Last year he was 52. So I mean he's getting some respect finally. But I think he's better. I'm gonna say Victor Oladipo. Okay. I feel like again just kind of underrated. He brings a good style, good good shot, good everything. We gotta wrap it up. We'll leave it to the basketball guys. Yeah, we'll leave it to the D3 pod, which actually just released yesterday. So go check that out. Um, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode of the Pinewood Perspective. Make sure you guys have a good football weekend. Lots of games on Sunday. Go out and enjoy them with your friends and your family. Uh, good luck to your fantasy teams. I'm Will G. I'm JB. I'm Justin Matthews. And this is the Pinewood Perspective.